Welcome to this episode of Mentors at Your Benchside, a podcast giving you advice, tips and tools for getting the most out of your research. I'm Laura Grassi and today I'll be talking to you about how to keep your centrifuge alive. Did you know that most centrifuge accidents result from user error and improper centrifuge care? That's right, we really are the problem. Many a machine has been destroyed by an unsuspecting scientist who is just in it for the pellet. Even worse, the more expensive the machine, the more sensitive it is, and therefore the easier it is to break. Does your centrifuge sound like an overly aggressive car engine when turned on? We know that a centrifuge needs to be balanced. But what else can we do to give these pricey monsters a long, successful tenure in the lab? Here are five simple and easy to follow tips to keep that centrifuge alive. Tip number one. Fully attach the rotor. After gently placing the rotor on the drive shaft, I always try to lift it to ensure it's not loosely attached. A spinning rotor that isn't fully attached can quickly turn into a weapon, destroying the inside of the machine. Broken centrifuge equals broke PI equals get ready to start sterilizing and reusing gloves and pipette tips. Tip number two keep your centrifuge below maximum speed. The maximum speed of your sweet new centrifuge is 26,000 RPM. You pop in some tubes and begin to centrifuge at 26,000 RPM for 20 minutes while grabbing a quick lunch. When you get back to the lab, your lab mates are huddled around the broken centrifuge. You. Why is this happening to me? Centrifuge company. Because you've gone over the max speed? You. But I didn't intend to. I specifically made sure that I was at 26,000 RPM. Centrifuge company. What was the density of the solution you centrifuged? You. Freaked out silence. If the solution you are spinning has a density above 1.2 grams per milliliter, the centrifuge should be run at a lower speed than the max. That's because maximum speed plus the tubes and solutions puts too much strain on the rotor. If you want to find the real maximum speed to use based on a solution's density, there is a simple equation. To get the equation, visit the original article. The link is in the episode description. Tip number three. Keep your centrifuge clean from hazardous spills. Rotors are often made of steel or aluminium. They are subject to corrosion with all the washes, spills and leaks that they go through in a lifetime. Rotors are protected from corrosion by an anodized coating. Washing the rotor with a simple solution of soapy water is necessary but washing with strong acids and bases and lab detergents can wear the anodized coating off, exposing the rotor to rust. Rusty rotors, while a good band name, are damaged goods and should not be used, so stick to a solution of mild detergent to keep your centrifuge happy. Tip number four, use the right tubes. If for some reason your tubes break, melt or disintegrate during centrifugation, Samples will leak and throw the delicate balance off. This can mean a damaged rotor or bits of tube flying around wreaking havoc. Remember that a small mass with all that centripetal force can cause serious damage. Before putting tubes in the rotor, it's important to consider. Can the tubes you're using withstand the temperature you want to centrifuge at? Can these tubes safely hold the solution in them? For example, plastic tubes will fall apart when there's chloroform in the solution. It's therefore important to consider what kind of solution is being centrifuged. Do the tubes need to be filled completely? 
Some tubes crush in if not filled completely, for example, heat seal tubes. Keeping a user log next to the centrifuge is one way to ensure you and everyone else in the lab is sticking to using the correct tubes. Have everyone fill out when and how they use a centrifuge. This will give everyone a second to pause and consider if they are using the right tube. You could also have a checklist with this that explicitly states to check the tubes are correct and make sure you include what the correct ones are. Tip number five, take advantage of free resources. Read the manual before centrifuging and attempting to fix anything. If you're unsure what to do, call for help. If your institution doesn't already have someone on staff to handle centrifuge problems, many manufacturers will send a professional to take care of it for you. If you follow these tips, along with correctly balancing your centrifuge, you'll be helping ensure your centrifuge has a long and happy life. If you're working with an ultra centrifuge, check out our article on respecting your ultra centrifuge without being scared of it. And finally, brush up on the essentials of centrifugation and get expert tips and advice on rotor tube and centrifuge choice by watching the handy webinar on the essentials of centrifugation from Eppendorf. Links to both of these resources is in the episode description. So that's it for how to keep your centrifuge alive. Check out the episode description for links to related articles and resources. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to get more help and advice from mentors at your bedside. Flow Stars is back with season four. The podcast from Bettman Coulter and Bite Size Bio and hosted by me, Peter O'Toole from the University of York. I'll bring you closer to the big names and the rising stars of flow cytometry and get to know the leaders and those rising stars outside of the lab and more personally. Grad school was a struggle for me, mostly because I wasn't sure what I was doing. I have, I don't know, 150 different spices, 130 cookbooks, so many kitchen gadgets. My kitchen is like a lab. What we do, we do it out of love for what we do. And that's a very different motivation. And I don't know that that's something you can teach. All this and more in season four of Flow Stars. Really hope you enjoy them. Are you always on the go, but still seeking valuable insights to advance your research? Well, look no further than Listen In, the podcast from Bite Size Bio that offers the benefits of webinars in a portable format. With webinars featuring leading researchers and commercial specialists discussing techniques like CRISPR-Cas9 and microscopy. With Listen In, you can tap into their expertise and drive your research project forward efficiently and productively, no matter where you are. Visit bitesizebio.com forward slash podcasts or search for Listen In in your podcast app to subscribe.